0: Hello, hello. This is Yuri with Moving Sales Professionals. Let's Talk Moving podcast. And with me today, I have Justin Hodge, the president of Muscular Moving Man and Storage, and Jim Stevens, the CEO of M3 Commercial. Um, Josh, Jerhill, and Justin launched Muscular Moving Man in 2008, and M3 was launched in 2019. So, guys, what got you into moving?
1: You know, Yuri, I think for me, it was. uh... Just interesting the way the whole uh, situation evolved. I am from Arizona, originally born and raised here, which is pretty rare. I went to Arizona State University. I worked at a moving company when I was in college, and I learned just one specific aspect of the industry at Two Men in the Truck, local residential moving. Uh, it's such a fragmented industry. There's so many different pieces of what different businesses do. And so I learned just one aspect of it while I was in school. I graduated from college in 2006. I then, uh, my plan was to go to law school. So I actually took the LSAT. I wanted to be a a lawyer. And that didn't quite pan out for various different reasons. But from there, you know, I knew that I wanted to be a business owner. I wasn't interested in working for anybody. So in the midst of 2008, pretty much the worst time that you could start any kind of a business, let alone a moving company, You've got this economic crisis you've got this housing market that's collapsing and we thought hey let's go ahead and start a moving business let's get this thing going so uh what we found quickly is that it's somewhat of a recession-proof industry there's always going to be the need for movers and so we were busy right off the bat
0: so what you're saying right now and it's all the fun times that we're having you feel like fish in the water
1: yeah, I mean, there's different reasons people are going to move that they say, you know, historically, it's one of the top three most stressful days in a person's life. And at that point, you, you could definitely cut the tension with a knife. You'd be in different homes, offices, apartments, and people were moving for reasons that were beyond their control. Uh, but we were providing a service and you were making that day as comfortable as it could be. And as things have evolved over 15 plus years, and we've added, you know, more resources, sources, more men, more trucks, and we've added these different service lines, you see that there's always going to be this need. I mean, you think that you've seen it all, and then you get to a point with something like COVID. And, mm. you know, again, that that completely rocked us. And we were blessed enough to be named a, you know, uh, a business that can maintain it being open and, and provide its service. And, uh, you change a bunch of ways that you do different things. So it's just this constant evolution. You add on these different pieces. We went from just local residential. We added long distance moving. And we made every mistake that you can make uh, at that point initially early on. we've Well, you well, you, uh, you, you you
0: haven't know. been almost arrested like Luis Massaro. So you didn't make that one. So good job.
1: Yeah, there's not been any arrests. But... Um, you know, Arizona is a really interesting market. They say that uh, it's one of the least regulated states in the country when it comes to moving. So it's it's literally the wild west. You've got movers that are sharp that charge uh, the correct rates that you know are ethical that do business the right way, and then you've got others that really just couldn't care less. They're out to make a buck and take advantage. So there was actually laws that had been played uh, that had been passed here in Arizona, the hostage laws uh, most specifically, and I think it was twenty eighteen. You know, and that helped kind of get rid of some of the bad actors in our industry. But, you know, frankly, every time a customer calls us for the first time, it's not because they had a fantastic experience with their last moving company.
0: Yeah, and that's a a common trend across the industry. I think that's, at least we hear a lot, especially because in our case here at Moving Sales Professionals, we only work with licensed movers. We only work with movers that have good reviews. Realistically, if you guys are listening to this and you're not licensed, I can talk to you. I can give you some advice of what you should be doing. But until you get your stuff together, I'm not going to work with you.
1: Yeah, it's almost an education that you need to provide the clients. You, you, you're you so intricately involved in their lives for weeks and sometimes months that it's not just this simple business transaction where you you know sell a piece of merchandise and they go on with their lives. You're, you're not just a moving professional. You're a shoulder to cry on at times. You, you give recommendations for a handyman or whatever service they might need in their new home. Um, but, um, you know, the process that we've built out, we feel really confident in. And customer service has always been the most important thing to us, whether it was just a a two-man job with Josh and myself. When we first started out, we probably did the first 1,500 moves just as a two-man crew. We'd show up at a 3,000-square-foot house, and it was a two-man job. A one-bedroom apartment, it was a two-man job.
0: And- and now for a quick message from our sponsors. For a limited time only, we have partnered with an SEO and marketing company with discounted rates for their services. Schedule an appointment bill we'll the link below to learn more. Thank you. And now getting back to the podcast. Go to two muscle man.
1: <laughs> yeah, we didn't know, you know, you had to have something to call it. So we we actually bought our logo for 25 bucks online, and we've named him Buddy the Box. So um, You know, there's 20 or so trucks that have got this Buddy the Box logo on it. We had an actual mascot uh, suit made by the, the same couple that make all the mascot costumes for the different sports teams in town. Wow. So we, we spent enough on that that we could have almost bought another moving truck, but we send that out to different events. And, you know, the, the involvement in our community, I think, is one way that we've stood the test of time and, and made it through. Uh, all these different little peaks and valleys that we have we've hit and and we're uh big into charity you know there's so much waste that goes in into the move that um a lot of the time you know when clients are moving they most of the stuff ends up in a landfill so you know we made an initiative to try to collect as much of the canned food and unwanted items and clothing and get that out to our charitable partners in the valley so It's something like more than a million and a half pounds of furniture and food has made its way back to different charitable partners in the Valley instead of making its way to a landfill. And so you're right at the apex of this this opportunity to really provide a service, not just to the client, but to the community as a whole. And I think that's what always continues to rise to the top. And, you know, if we provide the the best service possible and if we stay connected to our community, uh, the rest really takes care of itself
0: yeah it's a you know, it's awesome that you guys are doing that because I mean, I talk to a lot of companies and we talk on our podcast a lot about being different and being creative and doing things like that. And I think that in the market that's saturated right now, whether it's licensed or unlicensed, but at the same time because of the current situation, which I'm sure you guys saw a lot in 2008, I was in the movie at that point already also. So I've been doing this for a minute as well. But yeah, it's absolutely about differentiating yourself from your competition or whether you consider them competition or not. It's just doing something different that even though when you get, I mean, there's a price point at which point you as a moving company, especially you've been doing this for a long time where changing your prices is not going to help your business model. So you need to justify to a consumer besides the fact that we're a great company, besides the fact that we have great ratings. Why else should you be willing to pay more for my service? What else should you feel? Should you realize that, well, these guys are doing charity work. So if I'm paying more, I know that at least a portion of the money that I'm paying is gonna end up actually going to charity to a degree. You know, you know? So it's it's so important about everybody trying to do something different how do you make yourself different than than the people that you're competing with it's 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 hugely important
1: yeah yeah it, it's um it's a huge word of mouth industry you know more than 40 percent of the business that we get is from previous customers and word of mouth and you know you can pay all the money you want for online advertising you can sponsor local sports teams we, we were the official moving partner of the Arizona Diamondbacks for a few years, the Arizona Coyotes for a few That's years, cool. and in a, a bunch of different uh, leagues. Well, in for between. the Coyotes,
0: you may, you know, you, at one <laughs> point that there must have been some questions there. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big hockey guy, so <laughs> yeah.
1: You, you know, uh, I and I wasn't to be honest with you. It's funny that uh, you can play hockey in Arizona. It's it's uh, it's 120 plus degrees at times here. Unfortunately for our moving athletes, they <laughs> The, the busiest time for all moving companies, at least residentially, is in those summer months, that intense, you know, May to, mm-hmm. to August timeframe when, you know, the kids are out of school and families wait to do their big moves. So it takes a lot to, more than just how much you pay a mover athlete to, to be a part of the team. You know, culture is a big part of what we believe in, and that's another differentiator. I mean, who's our, our first and foremost client is our, is our team members, you know? And so if we take care of them, they, in turn, will take care of the clients that we move
0: of course so um so you read i heard you say this a few times and you said this before we started recording as well what is a mover athlete and now for a quick message from our sponsors if you're a moving business owner you may have already heard of moversville an email marketing service that helps moving companies increase repeat and referral business but have you heard of moversville connect Moversville Connect is an incredible resource for all things moving. They feature an array of vendors and services that cater specifically to the moving industry. You can find companies that provide moving software, moving sales services, marketing services, moving equipment providers, and much, much more. Visit moversville.com to learn more.
1: So for us, you know, you talk about differentiators, right? And um, we're a big believer in providing a different level of service when it comes to the quality of the moving professional or mover athlete, if you will, that comes into a client's home. So we're a smoke-free company. You know, health is hugely important to us. Josh and myself are former athletes, well, still current athletes to some extent. We've, We've gotten into you know, running half marathons and doing Spartan races. And I think if you lead from the front, I stick to your... hockey. <laughs>
0: I got a um, game tomorrow hockey. night. I stick to hockey.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's a hell of an exercise play. right there. So you, you might, you would definitely skate circles around me, but we've got a gym mm, set up. I'm not facility. as fast as I used to be. <laughs> yeah. We, we've got a gym that we have set up at our facility. So instead of using the particular space inside our warehouse to do additional storage, we, we cleared some, some space for our professionals to be able to get in there and work out before and after shifts. They have access at no charge to the gym. You know, we have, um, a convenience store that's inside our facility so they can get, uh, the different, uh, you know, drinks and food they need before and after shifts. Uh, we, we meet regularly on a month to month basis to have an all hands interaction because we believe strongly that the, the moving, that the staff within the office should be connected to the mover athletes in the field. And, you know, give, not just make those repetitive, same, here's the numbers, here's what's going on, but how do you engage with them? How do you make it fun? How do you make this a place where they want to be instead of the competition down the street? And, and so that's, I think, really where the, the culture lies for us is, is anybody can pay 20 bucks an hour to a mover, but but what, what else do you do that makes you indispensable as a company and makes the, that this the exciting place that they want to come work?
0: Well, let me, I just got—I just got like a, I'm hearing you talk about this stuff, and I, I just got this major idea for a commercial for you guys, right? So I just imagine one, one of those linebacker trying to move a sled, because he's technically he's moving, right? So there you go. You, you use that idea. Go with that. Yeah, well, maybe it you something idea. like We're that already. It. I don't know. It just—I I just saw that, you know. Well, we might
1: be stealing some of your ideas. So I'm—I'm I'm, uh, okay.
0: I, there's <laughs> plenty of those in here, but we'll give you credit. <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: so, and and so I mean a lot of what, again you just keep keep adding these ancillary pieces to the business over time. So more than thirty thousand moves in fifteen plus years, there's mm-hmm. going to be bumps in the road, no doubt. You know, uh, I think that the standard is according to the industry, like twenty percent of moves end in some type of lost, missing item or issue that mm-hmm. you have to sort out with the client. And we have a five to ten percent or so incident rate, but that's still you know, on a month-to-month basis, there could be 25 to 50 clients that you have to work through situations with. So I think just providing that added level of customer service and not just that being willing to listen to what the client has to say. Empathy is huge. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what they want to be able to do is just share, you know, their experience and figure out there's a lot to be learned from that. You know, for us as a business, we can always constantly improve. One of our core values is being relentlessly never satisfied. Uh, In addition to do the right thing and to win as a team. And and so we really try to embody those core values. They're not just words on a wall to us. And like I said, the client first and foremost for us is our mover athletes. And we just, um, you know, figure out ways that we can try to improve the environment for them to be. And, you know, we add these extra pieces. I mentioned we added long distance moving at some point. We do a ton of storage now. And uh, the most recent addition to what we do is the commercial moving division. And, you know, uh, it was long overdue, 10, 11 years into owning a moving company, adding, you know, a specific mile deep, inch wide, as Jim would say, division that just focuses on office, industrial, hotel, hospital, basically anything that's not residential. Right. Because a lot of companies say they do commercial moving, but most of them really just aren't very Well,
0: commercial, well... It's, I think it's a fine line because you can call a lot of things commercial moving. Majority of my clients are not quote unquote office movers, right? That doesn't mean that they don't move offices. It's just that it's the the volume of the office. Are we talking about 50 desks or are we talking about 300 desks? How much How much stuff is actually, to what? to what level is it? Because, you know, when you have an, like most moving companies that I know, okay, local moving companies, right? If they're moving in office, they're going to be stacking desks on top of each other and things like that, right? Commercial moving on a heavier scale, and I give a lot of credit for that knowledge to Mr. Ed Katz. of course, he is the he is the master. And, uh, you know, for so for him uh, and what he talks about with stuff like that, you're not stacking desks. In fact, you're doing that on one layer, you are sending that truck and then you're bringing it back and you're doing it again and over and over and over again in as many trucks as you can set out. So you can have like, re- you know, really huge offices. You're talking moves that don't take a day or two. You're talking moves that sometimes may take a week, you know. And I mean, of course, you have you know, you have to disassemble cubicles. You have to do all this stuff that majority of local movers are not going to do those type of moves because it's not, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's, it's a completely different scale.
1: But then that's why that you know, Josh and myself, we knew we weren't experts in that particular field. And you mentioned the godfather Ed cats. So we went through the initial of course, um, international office moving Institute training and certification. And, uh, We knew that we needed somebody that knew as much about the commercial side of the business as we did about the residential side. And, you know, that's why it was such a beautiful uh, pairing for us to bring a partner on like Jim Stevens. And here
0: comes Jim to save the day.
1: (laughs) Couldn't say it (laughs) better myself. Oh, boy.
0: So, Jim, you were getting back to you. You were an East Coast guy working with JK Moving. Mm -hmm. so what has led you to make the change move to Phoenix become a part of muscular moving men what 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 drew you to it
2: yeah good question Yuri and thanks for having us on Um,
0: sure sure
2: I think back in 2018 I just needed a life reset button to be very direct Um, uh, you know I was Burning the midnight oil, sixteen to eighteen hour days, and I don't look back on that with regret. But I had young children, and as I've mentioned to many in yeah. uh, in Phoenix, my relationship with my nine year old Grace is a little bit different than my relationship with my four year old Gavin. Um, you know, the D C market tends to chew you up if uh, if you're, you're relentless. Yeah, yeah, if you're relentless in the pursuit of 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 excellence, and for me it was. I I was probably overdriven to a certain extent and uh, certainly supported by a great organization in JK moving, but um, I, I was run down from getting up at five o'clock and being active until 6.30 and then booting it back up and working from eight to you know, 10, 11 midnight. Um, and that was my own doing. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Justin and Josh approached me back in 18 and, and it just was perfect timing. I, I really aspired to test my mettle. I, I looked up to those like Chuck Kuhn who um, mm-hmm. built an incredible organization, has built an incredible organization at JK and uh, and really wanted to see what I was made of. So when the opportunity came and uh, Justin and Josh shared their vision, um, you know I hopped on a plane to kind of assess you know their enterprise and um, as I've mentioned to many, muscular movement still to this day is one of the best kept secrets in in the country. So um, it was an opportunity to come out uh not knowing anyone aside from josh and justin uh move my family out here to sunshine every single day and and uh and see what see what i was made of and um and it's been a it's been a heck of a ride so frankly yuri, I didn't have the answers and and uh, still don't have them to this day. There was just a lot of faith backing that and belief in myself and 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 frankly belief in the enterprise as a whole and uh certainly it's it's been uh it's been terrific over the past four and a half years.
0: No, that's awesome. It's uh, having definitely having a vision, being able to share it with somebody. It's it's and that's and especially if people are as driven as you are and have this just sharing the vision and working hard towards it. It's kind of the same thing as you know. I I once in a while, once in upon a time, I had a partner when I started my company when I started moving sales professionals, and a year later, I found that it was much better to just be myself because no. At that time, he he did not have the same work ethic as me. He did not while he seemed to a degree share certain things, he did not share the full vision. So if if I didn't push on, we wouldn't be where we are today. I've, certainly there's still lots of work to be done. And uh but yeah, I mean it's like I said, I like the whole concept of muscular movers because I think a lot of people, their vision of movers are different. And you know, these days I talk to a lot of people in UK and uh, you know, I I see you're starting to see kind of an involvement on quote unquote moving man or removal man where in the past it might have been you move somebody then you go have a pint and so on you know these days you definitely see guys that are more in shape i i i had a podcast with a gentleman the name warren uh with warren removals uh warren leggett and he has a interesting show that he has on youtube that's very well made show so you could i recommend looking it up it's it's entertaining it's entertaining at the same time it's like live tv moving so it's actually i think everybody that's in the moving industry is going to find it interesting and it's well made it's truly is well made i don't know how much he's paying for videographers but it's 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 well made and it's nice to see the guys that are you know that you would hope your movers are when they come in, that they, you know, they're not like they're not guys that have a beer belly like me, and they're gonna have a beer after uh, after they're done with the move. Although who knows, right? But anyway, uh, it's yeah, it's definitely a different. Just once again, I'm 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 a, I'm really liking the term of mover athlete. It's uh, it's like the only you're the only ones that I've. And I've talked to a lot of movers, you know, over my 20 years in the industry, and just with this podcast, I've talked to a lot of companies, a lot of people that are in the industry. That's the first time I've heard that term used, and I and I like that, and I like the prospect of it, and in general, just the the, the vision that you guys have is it's a it's it's refreshing and it's it's cool. I like it.
2: Appreciate that.
0: But uh, so. It's so over ten years. So, what, what uh, other than everything else, Justin? I know you you brushed on that a little bit, but what did you make you go to the commercial side? Is it just basically yet another avenue, growth, or is there other reasons?
1: Yeah, I think that you know most of the moves that happen in this country that. You know, you've got on average ten percent of the population's moving. So, uh, but during COVID time, it ramped up to twenty percent of our population that was moving. So, you know, you have somewhere between thirty and fifty million moves a year a year that are happening, and a lot of them are as a result of a business related change, and that might also stem from the business itself moving. And so, I think on a lot of different occasions, there were offices being moved and, and we would power through that with our residential team the best that we could, but we weren't doing the best job possible. So if there's a you know an opportunity for something that's there and if one side of our business could feed the other, that was really the the idea. And you know having a, a person that uh, is an expert in that field, I'm a big fan of surrounding ourselves with experts in, in whatever endeavor we take on. And Jim was that right person for us, and so you know uh, we would uh, we would rather turn down the business if we can't do it the right way. And and once we found out that we could do it the right way with the right training, and the right people, I mean, the floodgates opened up. And you know it, it just that's really just in the one market. Um, Phoenix happens to be fantastic. It's always top five, one of the the busiest inbound shipment states in the country in Arizona. And you know, servicing the surrounding states is great. Having the long distance part of our business continue to grow is great. But when you dig a little deeper with your your clients, and you find out, you know, what's uh, what's the reason that this move is happening, you'd be surprised at the the answers you get, and you can really get into some some great um, insight, and that leads to another side of the business. And I think just Josh and myself being as established in this community as we are. And the relationships that we've built and the doors that we feel like we've been able to open have led to this pretty rapid rise in success on that side of the business. I think if you're cold in a market and you go in and you, you you're trying to make a name for yourself, that can certainly be a challenge. But when you've got some pre-existing part of your business and you've got the relationships built out, that we feel like we do that really sparked this idea. And like I said, I think 10, 11 years in was, uh, it was great that we came to that, that point and we were able to connect with somebody like Jim, but, uh, it was long overdue. You
0: know, that that's awesome. Um, I'm looking forward to see what, what comes for you guys in, in the years coming and everything else that you're trying to build. That's, it's always refreshing. I mean, in general, I work very hard to make sure that we only deal with companies that have a vision, the companies that build a brand, that are very focused on building a brand. And that's certainly what we are. And certainly what we're working hard to build is to have a brand, to have our name synonymous with sales as it relates to moving synonymous right now with this podcast and being able to provide informational value to be able to provide a little bit of education, to be able to provide a little bit of entertainment to anybody and everybody that is related to the moving or to removal industry all over. So that's certainly our focus, but it's, it's great. Like it's, uh, I feel that I hear constantly the same thing over and over again, which is awesome that I, I talk to a lot of professionals and a lot of people in the industry and overall, so much focus is on culture. So much focus is on building something that's long lasting. So for for those of you guys that are listening that are thinking of building a new company, starting all over, do it the right way from the beginning. You're going to avoid a lot of heartache, a lot of mistakes, and you're going to be able to get where you want to get to sooner. Because it's, you got to do it right the first time. That's this is not this is not the business to do it wrong it's not about the almighty dollar right this second it's about where are you are going to be down the road what are you going to build down the road is your company going to endure through the hard times like you guys did in 2008 like we are all feeling today but uh it's when you look for the long term you build your company to be around for the long term to go through the tough times and obviously I think for all of us whether It's me doing sales or doing the podcast or you guys uh, running your company. It's you want to make sure that among everything else, you are truly, truly providing a service that doesn't just end with the physical labor and moving somebody's items. It's, it's, It's the physical service. It's the customer service. It's to be there as a supporting part of your community all of that stuff is so important especially these days where you know in some place, places compassion is hard to come by
1: you are working with clients that are basically turning the keys over to their entire life to you there's no yeah. more intimate relationship with a client than being in their master bedroom and and uh, the place that's most personal to them and in different parts of their home and the furniture that's so important to them and from a monetary value maybe the items are not the most valuable um you know uh pieces that we've moved but to them they're they're irreplaceable and so i think that
0: sentimental value the something that we you, you show, can't put a price a dollar sign on really yeah
1: yeah i mean and it, it's just uh it, it is a stressful day on its best day so you try to put your clients in the best possible position to be successful when you get to that day really that's just the finish line there's so much leading up to the the weeks and days prior to the move, that um, collaboration is key, education is key. It, it, people are going to move eight to ten lo- uh, times in their lives on average. So I mean, this is what we do every day. And so if we're cranking, you know, twenty to thirty moves a day, we owe it to our client to put them in the best possible position so that they are prepared. And um, again, your reputation is is the most important thing. So. Absolutely. You know, starting out on the right foot, like you said, I think is is, is hugely important. And, you know, again, a, a lot of moving companies, I think they put a lot of uh, time and money into going and getting the next client. And that's great. That's what we want to do as well. But you want to make your existing client base be raving fans of yours and, and try to uh, Absolutely. take advantage of the fact that uh, word of mouth is so powerful. So tapping into your existing client base and, you know, always staying in contact with them. That's that's something that's important to us is that we continue to stay in contact with our clients because they may might not be moving for a few years themselves. But, you know, everybody that you move, they have friends, five they have to family. 10 yeah, yeah, yeah. So so uh, making them raving fans and and being your biggest advocate, that's going to lead to success.
0: Yeah. And not to mention saving money on advertising.
1: Yeah, that's key too. That's a byproduct for sure.
0: But guys, once again, it's so such a pleasure to have you on. It's it's really humbling. Um, I really like having people that are really have a focus in the right place, in the heart in the right place. I think so much of that is having the heart in the right place is under. It's people just don't put enough into that. I feel at times, and I think it's important, especially in the world that we're living in. In you know, at times it's not the nicest place either. And you want to feel like you're contributing something that's making the world a better place, whether it's for yourself or for your family or for your children or for people around you. But overall, if all of us try to deliver something that's going to make this world a better place, then we, you know, there's all power to that pursuit. Certainly. But once again, thank you very much for joining me for this podcast. It's a pleasure, Justin, Jim. Uh, And as we always say, the world moves on its own. So let the professionals move yours for you. Thank you for joining our podcast. Please look at the links below. Uh, Check out Muscular Movers and M3. And uh, once again, um, thank you. And we will talk to you soon.